Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, that loud ticking noise you're hearing from our nation's capital is the clock ticking against Congress for a series of deadlines coming up uh, even in the next 72 hours to fund the government. There's also a defense authorization bill. We've got to raise the debt ceiling. And, uh, of course, the president's agenda, Build Back Better, is also on the docket, all trying to be uh, more than a slow-moving train wreck rolling into the holidays. Uh, But what can be done? What should be done? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, joining us to help figure out what could be done and what should be done, uh, Utah Senator Mitt Romney joins us on the line today from our nation's capital. Senator, thanks for joining us. Happy to be with you again, Boyd. <laughs> well, the clock is uh, ticking once again on a, on a host of things that have been punted down the road. And uh, I wanted to get your perspective first, Senator. You've, uh, you've had success in a number of areas in business. Uh, have you ever experienced anything like what has become uh, of Congress in terms of kicking things down the road and uh, not functioning within budgets and all of those kinds of things. How, how do you see that? I've, I've always said the most frustrated people in Washington are former governors and former business executives, and you qualify on both counts. Well, my, my guess is that if our federal government were actually a private entity, meaning it had competition and it was working in a marketplace, it would have been bankrupt a long time ago because it, it just doesn't operate by the kind of rules that any kind of uh, enterprise that wants a future would operate under. Uh, and, uh, and yet we, we, uh, we, you know, we hustle along nonetheless and, and we're able to survive and we'll probably survive a lot longer. But yeah, we, it would be very nice if we worked in a more efficient way and, and worked in a more collaborative way, I yeah. think I think it's been harder. Uh, we become more politicized as a nation, and it's been harder to to find common ground than I think historically has been the case. Uh, yeah, and so as we as we move towards the the first of the uh, deadlines coming up, of course, uh, the funding of the government, uh, which was punted from September uh, into December, and uh, I've heard rumblings ranging from a two week continuing resolution to six or eight weeks. Uh, what are you hearing today in, in Washington? What do you expect? Uh, what should we be watching for over the next few days? Well, I think it's pretty likely that there will be a continu- continuing resolution, meaning we continue to fund the government at the current level, uh, probably through sometime in January, maybe even through sometime in February. So it gives appropriators more time to uh, find common ground and various spending priorities. 
I think that's likely to happen. Uh, I think Senator Lee has indicated that he intends to uh, basically shut things down for the weekend uh, uh, in order to, uh, if you will, underscore uh, his opposition to vaccine mandates. And, and, and I agree with him on on, uh, on on saying these vaccine mandates are not a good idea. But uh, uh, that, I think, is is uh, is potentially in the cards, but will we get a continuing resolution done uh, sometime in the next few days? Yes, uh, and it'll keep government running uh, through January or February. All right, and uh, so then that leads us to the uh, the next piece of the puzzle, which is uh, the debt ceiling. You and I have had a lot of conversations about our national debt and uh, mounting deficits year after year. Uh, what are you hearing? Obviously, this has become a tension point uh, over the last few times that it's been raised. Uh, where do we stand on that today? Well, the Democrats will raise the debt ceiling uh, in part because they have the House, the Senate, and the White House. And so it's incumbent upon them to to raise the debt associated with the administration that they back, uh, and they will do so. It'll be a unanimous vote, I'm sure, on the part of the Democrats. Uh, Republicans will oppose a raising the debt ceiling to point out that we don't agree with the way they're spending money uh, and the way they're taxing us. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. I, I don't know exactly how we'll get there. The good news is that Senator McConnell uh, and, uh, and and Senator Schumer are talking, uh, which means maybe they'll find a process which gets there in, in a less troublesome, fraught way than we have in the past. But uh, there's no question in my mind that we will honor our obligations and send out checks to people uh, who are entitled to them. Yeah, and then uh, Senator, as you look at one of the one of the things that's been sliding under most of the public's attention uh, is this uh, national defense authorization, the, the funding for the military, which has always gone through on, on a bipartisan basis. That one's kind of hit a few hiccups, uh, some of them relating to uh, to Russia and uh, pipe, pipelines, gas lines uh, in there. Uh, most were expecting this to get be done last week, and uh, now it still seems like it's hanging in the balance in terms of will there be votes on amendments. Well, the good news is that, that Republicans and Democrats came together uh, in the Foreign Relations Committee and agreed on a, a defense authorization uh, act, and uh, it was done on a bipartisan basis. But the hang-up is that uh, our party in particular wants to make sure that there is an opportunity for individual senators to offer amendments uh, to that package. And uh, initially, it looked like uh, Leader Schumer uh, was saying, no, we're not going to let you offer amendments. We're just going to go right onto the bill the way it stands. And, and our side uh, balked at that and said, no, 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 we want to have some amendments. I understand that we're very close to an agreement to, to have amendments. There will be several from each side. Uh, and uh, once that's uh, agreed to, uh, we'll get voting at it probably even today, tomorrow, or, or over the weekend. Uh, but we'll, we'll be able to have amendments voted on, and, uh, and this reauthorization will occur. All right, and that leads us to the last uh, big-ticket item. <laughs> All your holiday wishes uh, wrapped up into one. Uh, uh, the last thing on, of course, the administration's agenda is uh, the Build Back Better Act. Uh, again, a lot of climate and uh, social program spending in there. Uh, it's passed the House. It's now uh, waiting to, to really move in the Senate. And this is one where the president seems to be coming out every couple of days now uh, trying to 
somehow make the connection. It seems like to me that there's a disconnect between what the administration is saying and what the American people are feeling in terms of inflation, uh, paying uh, gas prices at the pump or not being able to fill up their uh, shopping cart at the grocery store because of inflation and supply chain issues. Uh, What are you hearing there? Do you think this is something that will get addressed before the holidays or is this going to get punted into the new year? Well, there, there, as you know, there's no Republican support. Uh, not a single Republican in the House or the Senate is going to vote for the so-called Build Back Better. It's actually Build Back Worse, but uh, but no, no Republican is going to is going to vote for it, uh, based upon what we've seen so far. And, and you, you make a very good point. It, it just isn't focused on the concerns of the American people or, frankly, on the needs of the American people. So it doesn't take inflation into account. Uh, it doesn't take Omicron, the, uh, Omicron rather, the, uh, the new COVID variant uh, that some know is, is coming from uh, originally found in, in, uh, in South Africa. Uh, it, 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 these uncertainties and concerns uh, are, are very much top of mind. Likewise, the difficulty in fiber, finding people to go into the labor force and to meet the needs of our economy, that's not addressed. So the bill is just misguided. Uh, it, it's also very expensive. The last thing we need right now is to be out borrowing more money, spending more money. That, of course, encourages more inflation and more debt. Both things are bad. Uh, and and the, the measure itself, uh, you know, it, it, it can sound to some people good on the surface when they hear, oh, free child care. But what they don't hear is, oh, by the way, any child care service that's provided by a church is no longer going to be uh, uh, able to take advantage of this program. So, you know, 52 percent of the uh, child care provided in the country is provided by various churches. Uh, and uh, and so they'll be they'll they'll no longer be a part of this program. So it, it it has some extraordinary discriminatory features. It says, for instance, we're going to give you a big subsidy if you buy an electric car, but only if the electric car is manufactured by a union factory. Uh, but if your if your electric car is manufactured in a non-union factory, you don't get you don't get support. So there are just a number of provisions that are that are really really uh, unfavorable, and I think will be rejected by the American people. What's going to happen? My guess is the Democrats are going to vote for this at some point. I can't tell you whether before the end of the year or the beginning of next year, but but they can see that Biden is in real trouble. And the Democrats are in real trouble. And my experience is that when Demo- Democrats are in trouble, instead of rethinking where they're going, they double down on the same path. And uh, it's going to make things even tougher for them. Yeah, I think that is going to be the the real challenge. Uh, a lot of those things that do sound uh, free always sounds good when it's free. But when you have to start paying for it or when the choice of price of that child care uh, is suddenly skyrocketing uh, because of where the government fundies, funding are, is being applied, uh, or where that manufacturing is is happening and and uh, you're kind of weeding out a lot of good innovation uh, and entrepreneurship in the market uh, that drives down prices and increases quality. Uh, that seems to be the real struggle. And uh, just an interesting number I saw yesterday, Senator, uh, most Americans, nine out of 10 Americans actually are worried that the worst of inflation is ahead of us, not behind us. And seven out of ten are concerned that it is the spending out of Washington that is making it worse. Uh, it, is that going to be the ultimate challenge for the Democrats? And and do the Republicans have an alternative message uh, in terms of what it actually means around that kitchen table? 
Well, I think uh, you're you're absolutely right, uh, and and it really is going to come down to Joe Manchin in particular, which is uh, he he's going to recognize that the 1.9 trillion dollars that Democrats voted for in January that not a single Republican went along with uh, that that money has gone out and has helped fuel the the inflation, which is hurting so many people. Uh, the fact that they won't let us drill on public lands for oil and they shut down pipelines. When you do that, guess what? Gasoline prices go up and people have seen that so they recognize the policies of this administration are causing inflation and are they going to want to add even more spending at a time like this the answer is no and and what republicans are saying is hey let, let's let's focus on the real concerns that people have. Let's bring inflation back down. Let's not spend more at the federal government level. Let's not raise taxes. Let's let's not rethink our total social safety uh, social safety net. Uh, at a time like this, when everything is up in the air, particularly when you have, uh, you know, the, the Omicron uh, 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 COVID uh, on the horizon here, we don't know where that's going to go. Hopefully, it will just sort of peter out. But but if it's severe, we we better have you know some some firepower uh, to be able to take it on and get new vaccines that might be required or provide support for enterprises that need to try and stay in business. I mean, the, we're, we're in the middle of a pandemic. It, it ain't over yet. And, and with that being the case, spending massive amounts of money on new social programs is just not something that's warranted. Yeah. Uh, great insight. And uh, Senator, we will wish you good luck. And I'm also going to wish your staff good luck. I know these uh, Decembers are brutal in terms of trying to get out of town and get things wrapped up. And I know these are a lot of very long days and very, very short nights. And so uh, good luck to you and to your staff as you're uh, moving through some real critical things uh, for the country and uh, for everyone right here in the state of Utah. Well, thanks, Boyd. And on this December 1st, Merry Christmas in advance and, uh, and hope to see you soon in Utah. All right. Thanks so much, uh, Senator Mitt Romney, uh, joining us on the line there. Again, a lot going on, and we're going to continue to break all of that down. I want to go back to a couple of things that Senator Romney said and, and break those down, both in terms of what the Democrats are doing, what Republicans are doing, uh, and how that's going to impact you. Uh, we'll continue the conversation. We'll stay with it a little longer right here on KSL News Radio. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.